0: You know, there's really no pressure on us right now, um, so we just gonna go out there and play basketball and win. And win? Yeah. How many games? Six. We're gonna be. We're gonna win in six. Welcome back to the Bucks and Six podcast. I'm your host, Michael Correo, also known as Bucks House on IG. Your number one source for all things Milwaukee Bucks. Happy Sunday, Bucks fans. We got the All-Star game tonight at 7 p.m., but I just wanted to do a quick podcast on the Goran Dragic update, so let's get right into it. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, Goran Dragic is spending this week talking to teams about where he might sign. First and foremost on that list is the Milwaukee Bucks. We're obviously down Pat Connaughton, Dante DiVincenzo, and he'll miss the handful of games right before the All-Star break. So what's intriguing to Dragic might be the meaningful minutes that we have available. We're obviously playoff contenders, but other playoff contenders like the Bulls, Clippers, Nets, and Lakers are involved. Woj did say that he's closer to a decision and that the biggest selling point that the Bucs would have this week talking to him is that we have a significant role for him on a championship contender. I don't want to go too deep into his whole career, but just some notes about his career so far. He spent some time in Phoenix and Houston to start his career before being dealt to Miami early on in 2015. Miami is where he played the best basketball of his career and spent seven years there. He started every game he played in until the 2018-2019 season, where he missed over half the year due to knee and ankle injuries, and he came off the bench for 14 of the 36 games he played in. In 2019-2020, he lost his starting spot to Kendrick Nunn, who was a finalist for the Rookie of the Year that season, but at the end of the season, Nunn's play dropped off a bit and he dealt with some injuries and that gave Dragic the opportunity to step up. He was crucial to the Heat's finals run in 2020 and it hurt Miami when he got injured in Game 1 versus the Lakers, but in the 3 series before getting injured, he averaged 21 points per game, 5 assists per game. Shot 45% from the field and 36% from 3 on nearly 7 attempts per game. And that helped the Heat defeat the Pacers, the Bucks, and the Celtics. In the finals, he was only to play in 2 of the games and he didn't have the greatest games. Like I said, he did get injured and he came back for game 6 and just wasn't the same. And then from then on out, his minutes and production was slightly down last season. He still averaged an efficient 13-4 off the bench. And then this offseason, he was involved in the sign and trade that sent Kyle Lowry to the Heat, so Dragic went to the Raptors in that deal, but this season he's been kind of holding out from playing in Toronto, he's been listed out for personal reasons for the majority of the season, and then during the trade deadline, he was sent to San Antonio for Thaddeus Young, and then he was just bought out by the Spurs, making him a free agent. So that's kind of where Dragic is at in his career, so we'll see what decision he makes. Like Woj said, he's talking to teams this week, but it seems like the Bucks are front runners right now. It was reported by Chris Haynes that Dallas had been front runners before trading for Spencer Dinwiddie. I think Milwaukee has a compelling offer for him. We're very low on guard depth right now, and even when Hill comes back, I think Dragic would be a better option off the bench scoring-wise. We still have the core together from the championship team, and I think that holds a high value in these types of situations. We don't have a big city by any means, and that's a big thing that critics draw to the city of Milwaukee, but Dragic will be 36 come playoff time and he still hasn't won a ring, and I think time is running out for him to have a key role on any contender. He'd certainly be a valuable veteran presence, bringing us experience and scoring off the bench. The one negative side a lot of Bucks fans have is that Dragic has a bad reputation as a player. More specifically, he's had a history recently with the Bucs, which I noted in one of my previous podcasts that I'm not exactly fond of him as a player and that I wouldn't love the signing, but he's one of the better options out there right now. For those who don't know, in game four of last year's playoffs, the Heat were down 11 in the fourth quarter. They were already down 3-0 in the series, and Chris Middleton just goes for a regular box out on Dragic, and Dragic hooks Middleton around the arm and throws him down, and then he stands over him and stared him down. There was also an incident in Game 2 of that series where he tripped Middleton and essentially wrapped up his legs as Middleton was falling. So there's obviously history there, but I have a quick thought on it. I don't think we'd bring in Dragic unless the air had been clear with that situation or just his past situations. And that's not necessarily a bold take, but these past few years, we constantly bring in high-character guys who won't cause too many locker room issues and who won't act out in the court. So if we bring in a guy with prior history, my guess is that there had been some sort of communication to clear the air. After the trade deadline, the Bucks had three open roster spots. A few days ago, they signed DeAndre Bembry, and I spoke a little bit about that on the last podcast. So now we're at a point where we have two open roster spots left. I don't think there's ever such a thing as too much depth in the NBA, especially for contending champions who kept their core together. I think it's important to keep adding to your depth wherever possible, and it's also a key thing to prevent other contenders from getting that kind of player. Obviously, Dragic still has enough energy left in the tank to be a helpful piece to a contender, so we don't want those types of players going to another team and helping them defeat us. Of course, none of this is official yet. There's still a possibility that he signs elsewhere, but pass beef aside, Dragic would be a huge boost off the bench should he come to Milwaukee. And that'll do it for today's episode of the Bucks and Six podcast. Thank you for listening in, and as always, feel free to give me feedback. Enjoy the All-Star.